I'm Brandy. And I'm Renee. And welcome to Besties Podcast. Okay, friends. So this week, got a question for you. So if you and your significant other are no longer together, maybe y'all were married and broke up. Maybe y'all just were in a long-term relationship, broke up, whatever. Y'all not together anymore. But Mm -hmm. you have a child with this person. And so, and one of you decide um, that you're going to move on, go on to a new relationship. However, it's a relationship that involves um, a person of the same sex. So my question (laughs) is, Uh are either of you, whomever this has moved on to this relationship with this significant other who is of the same sex, are you obligated to tell your child and or your ex? Mm. Obligated? Yes. Obligated. Oh, God. Okay. Is it necessary? I mean, if it is it necessary? I don't think it's a ne- necessary. Um, <laughs> damn. It, <laughs> so, what I do know, it is not the business of the person who's not going through this to tell the child, um, you know, if it's not them, it, it definitely should come from whoever is in this new situation with the same sex. Nothing against that, but uh, ooh, I think it's going to come to a point in time where they're going to have to tell the child. Um, mm-hmm. As far as the ex is concerned, I really don't think that, I mean, it's going to probably come out sooner or later if you tell the child. Um, obviously, if you're telling the child, they have to be somewhat of age to even understand what that is. So I'm assuming they're going to be at a at an older state um, to, to be able to understand that. But as far as you having to tell your ex or be obligated, I mean, you moved on. That's your, that's your new business. Um, but you do got to look at it. You know, if you're falling in love with this new person, they may have to be around your mm-hmm. child. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, yeah. Right. So then I think at that point, oh, Lord, that's hard. Yeah, I think at that point, you it, it depends on the relationship that you got going on. If you just out there willy-nilly and throwing that thing to the same sex, whatever, um, that's your business. <laughs> but <laughs> if, if it... Uh, <laughs> And that's not for anybody, even if it wasn't, sorry. <laughs> even right. if it wasn't the same sex, it's the same thing because that's your business. But um, mm-hmm. I think it becomes to, it becomes when it's, it's, it's surrounding the child. Like, you know, if you're going to have someone yeah. new around the child, whether your new partner is male, female, same sex, whatever, uh, transgender, I don't even know, but whatever. I then, I then think a talk needs to be had with mm-hmm. the ex. Um, so you guys can possibly come out with an agreement or understanding and hopefully everything will be all kumbaya. I don't know, but yeah, I'm like, yeah. I don't know. 
That's, that's and I, well, I agree. Cluster F, but anyway. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it it does bring some interesting dynamic to the situation. <laughs> But I I tend to agree with you that it doesn't matter, like, even if it were, you know, same sex, um, if it was not, whatever, I don't, it doesn't matter what it is, but I, I agree, it really boils around the um, the child. And I guess it's also, like, what type of conversation did you and your significant other have before you broke up, as far as um, you guys introducing new people to your child? Um, is this something that it's you guys decided, you know, well, yeah, like after a few months, if I'm still with this person, I want to introduce them to our child together, mm. you know, or is this, mm. you know, or did you decide, well, hey, let us have a conversation as adults first before we do it or let's do it together. Like, I think that that would be the, um, I guess, the main issue in this, like we said, like, just kind of figure out. I have a lot of questions. Timing. Yeah. I got separate questions. I got, I'm <laughs> like, bro, let me ask you something real quick. <laughs> like, like that was there the whole time. Like you had felt that right now, like that right now, like that <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> well, yeah. Now that's you a know, whole that's situation a, right there. Like <laughs> for real. Bruh, like you didn't have a whole baby with me, a whole one, you know? A whole one. <laughs> but it's a more common. Baby. I think I think it's more common um, than not these days. And I won't even say these days, but I just think it's something more common. I think people are more, are becoming more open now. But I do know, especially, okay, because I lived in Atlanta and I do know oh. that, you know, just, kind of listening and reading some of the um, Mm -hmm. statistics and stuff of things, Um, and then just with my health background, that there are a lot of people that are still living that life of being undercover and um, having this other life of, of, I guess, what they think that society will accept, especially when it comes to um, business, people that are um, business professionals or people that are in ministry. Um, they tend to have mm. this what appears to be this perfect picture of um, mm-hmm. a house, a wife or a husband, and um, a little white picket fence, a dog, and two children, you know. Um, so they have well. that, but then on the other side, <laughs> I know I'm thinking about, like, Green Acres or something, you know, anyway. No, no, right. But, I was um, like, oh, she didn't did the whole mansion thing. Okay. <laughs> Exactly. So now, and then on the other side, they have this undercover life that they're living because they're using the the um, facade life to put it out to the public. But then they really desire something else that's um, behind closed mm-hmm. doors. So there are a lot of people that this, are still living that type of life at this point. This can turn into a P Valley episode. Yeah. I mean, yes, girl. <laughs> I love Pea Valley. Those of you who have not watched Pea Valley, too. please watch it. Okay. <laughs> up Clifford. But you know what? It brings up because, it, I mean, for those that do watch this particular uh, show, um, you know, there is a, a guy that is an owner of a strip club that is, and in real life, he's actually um, gay. And then 
as a character, he's gay too. And then they have a, another male, which is his love interest, um, that is a rapper. And he's kind of like, you know, thugged out towards everybody else. But then he actually has like a whole relationship behind the scenes with Uncle Clifford. And he's actually, the actor is, you know, I guess you can say bisexual within the show, but in real life, he's not. <clears throat> He's um yeah. he's he's he has a, a fiance and everything like that. So, you know, a lot of I I like to hear some of the guys that watch the show because most of the guys watch the show because of the strippers, um, right? And so, you know, I had a conversation with one of my guy friends the other day. He was just saying, he said, you know, there's no way he's not gay. I was like, actually, he's not. He's like, no, he played this role, so he's gay. And I was like, it's interesting to hear that because he is acting. Mm -hmm. And so then he brought up, there's no amount of money that he could put on the table. Anybody could put on the table um, to make him play that role um, Mm -hmm. because that stigma is out there now. And I was like, he's like, I don't care, you know, a breaking role or anything like that. He said, that ain't no Denzel money he getting paid. So it don't matter. He shouldn't even took that role. And I was like, see, he's trying to change people's minds. Like, you know, he's trying to break these barriers that you're talking about right now. I said, because Mm -hmm. he's trying to play the role of being gay or bisexual, but he's really not. He's trying to say, you you can be like that. I I don't have an opinion one way or the other. I just like to listen to men talk about it. Yeah, talk about (laughs) it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Very, very interesting. And the interesting thing about Mm -hmm. Uncle Clifford in this is that he um, dresses um, like a Like a woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he dresses like a woman, but he still has his manly features. Like he has right. um, a beard. The beard. Like you can clearly <laughs> tell this is a man, but he just has exactly. on like a wig, or he has on like a dress and some heels or something. Yeah. So you you know he doesn't change his whole persona. He's still man with. So that that's mm-hmm. very interesting in itself. And so I think when it comes to things like that. Um, again, with our with the first with the question, you know, to introduce that to a child, um, whatever your your love interest is, it's a touchy situation. But I I do think that the maybe the adults need to have a conversation prior to that and decide what is it we're going to do, how are we going to move forward because we do have a child together and we're not together, so I'm sure we're not neither one of us are going to stay that way. So how are we going to introduce exactly. it to our to our baby or whatever? Not baby. I thought <sighs> all kids babies, y'all. Um, you could be twenty one <laughs> and you're still the baby. You're still the um, baby. So <laughs> baby. That, that's you are, but but I think that is important. And I uh, unfortunately, yeah. a lot of people miss that conversation, and so that brings mm-hmm. a lot of issues into relationships, and I think that that puts the child in between um, an argument between the mom and dad or the dad and the mom or the mom and the mom or whatever, you know, um, (laughs) because they didn't have that conversation and that plan prior to. Do you think it is a different road of conversation than if it was just with the opposite sex, like, you know, if it was a man? that is not mm-hmm. gay, that he just got in another relationship with a female. Do you think that the questions and everything would change? Do you think it would be the same? Like, as far as sitting the child down and saying how they feel about this new person, do you think everything would be the same? I think it depends. I'll say the majority of people, it would probably probably be a different conversation. Mm-hmm. Um 
I think that people are becoming more um, aware and uh, and open-minded because of all the different um, educational materials that are out there, just the things that are on TV now that weren't like on TV 20 years ago, you know, um, so it's becoming more of a norm. So it takes down that barrier of having the conversation a little bit, but I still think that in the majority of households, that it would still it would it would be a different conversation. It would be more questions and that kind of deal. Um, because true, if it was me, I'd be like, well, just like you said, like, oh man, this whole time you've been interested in mm-hmm. this, thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to process the same, that part. Yeah. <laughs> that exactly. part that you didn't tell me, you know. And so I, I and, do think that it might be a different conversation. Yeah, and so it it does go back, not trying to go back to the show P-Valley, guys, but Mm -hmm. just think about it. Okay, and there's there's different levels to this, and I don't want to be disrespectful to anybody listening to this that may be bisexual, gay, whatever your preference is, that's fine. We're not talking about just I just have a legit question, like for real, for real. So I wonder if it would make a difference if, Mm-hmm. Your your ex now is going with someone, and it is the same sex, right? Mm-hmm. Would you feel better if they were just like on a – how can I say this? If they weren't flamboyant. They're gay, mm-hmm. but they're just not flamboyant. And what I mean by that is like, okay, they dress like a, a male, but they're just gay, okay? Right. Whether cross – I don't want to say cross-dressing, but what they decide to dress as a female or in drag or, or something like that, would that eat at you more? Would mm. you have more of a problem of them telling your child about this but now possibly introducing their new love to your child? Would you more would you have more of an issue now because this person is – they're gay, but now their new lover is also – more just extra feminine and just more so like on the, on the verge of transgender almost not to say that right. that does matter. I'm not saying that whatsoever, but I'm just wondering if the conversation would go a little bit differently or would that eat at you just a little bit? Like, would you be more pissed? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just wondering. Okay. I'm going to just be pissed all around. That's just me. <laughs> like, I don't know if there's levels of pissivity, but, uh, <laughs> But you know what I'm saying? And it I said, no disrespect, no disrespect, none whatsoever. But guys, like that would piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> it would. Yeah, I got it. Child, see, and my child here. I don't even got no children. Sorry, but yes, <laughs> 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 yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I see. I, I, I feel you. Like you, like passionate. Mm-hmm. I got it. Uh huh. <laughs> It just didn't matter. Like I would be, not that it didn't matter, but it it would. Um, I think level I would probably things. have more questions. Yeah, I would have more questions, mm-hmm. being that you with someone that who is dressing as a woman. And then I was like, okay, well then, but you had a woman. <laughs> like I'm confused, right? And so, right. <laughs> and not that they have the um, that that they need to explain it to me either. Uh, True. 
we think that because we're in relationship and we've had a child, and I'm assuming that you've had some type of connection with this person that maybe they would feel obligated to tell you, but in all actuality, they don't. They don't have that Mm -hmm. obligation to have to explain how they feel and any of those things. That's a choice that if they want to explain that, but I know we kind of feel like, dang, you at least owe me that, you know what I'm saying? And so, um, but that's how we feel. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Not necessarily that's the right thing, but you know, right or wrong, but that's basically how most people would feel when it comes to that. But yeah, I, he, shoot, I don't know. I would be pissed all around, like I said. And <laughs> I would definitely have quite a bit of questions <laughs> about it. And oh, I would hope that should that, I would hope that that person would be able to have these conversations with me. And, and honestly, for me, um, I would still want to have the conversation with somebody I just, you know, if if they were just with another woman. You know, I would still want to be like, okay, well, let's see what happened. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I, but that's just me personally. Yeah, I, I just want to know. Yeah. Like, if I need exactly. to work on some things um, within myself or if it was just that we just couldn't get it together or whatever, I would probably still I think have we as women tend to do that. Yeah, we Mm -hmm. tend to do that. I don't know if other people do that as well. We pick apart because we go straight to, is it something I need to change? But no, Mm -hmm. you need Mm -hmm. to go upside their head and be like, nah, bro, what's (laughs) up with you? You know what I mean? Sometimes it'd be like This is true. Yeah, for sure. So those questions would be valid, yeah, for no matter what, you know, Mm -hmm. um, but to what level? (laughs) Actually, no, someone this happened to, though. Like, I know mm-hmm. the one this happened to, she was married to a guy for um, a long period of time. She has actually two kids with him. Okay. And she ended up finding out that he didn't even tell her, though. That was the sad part. Um, mm-hmm. She ended up finding out that he was gay because she kept seeing these extra charges. Uh, I don't know if it was on the cell phone or some type of bill that came in, and she kept seeing these extra charges. And when mm-hmm. she went to... um investigated or whatever they told her whatever it was and she investigated that some more and it was linked to basically men you know like gay porn for men or something like that or whatever or Mm -hmm. um i don't know if it was like a website where you can find men and and link up with different men it was something like to that nature so of course she had to question him and um basically he he had no choice but to tell her he's like yeah you know whatever and so of course immediately um, she went fuming and went asking the questions why, and, you know, it's, he's like, hey, I've been like this all my life, and basically she was the, you know, the facade. <laughs> right. Was, You're my trophy wife. Um, I wasn't ready to come out to everybody. But she said she basically went in due time when he's ready. She's like, she's not going to tell the kids. Um, she didn't tell them anything, um, and they were of age. One was small, but the older one was like a teenager, and she mm-hmm. said, you know, um, Daddy and I are going through this, this, and that. And when he's ready to tell you what exactly happened, um, it's going to be up to him to tell you. And so I don't know how that went or whatever, but she left it up to him to, him to tell. Yeah. Wow. That's hard, man. That's I think just the level of deceit in general, because like in that in in that particular situation where you have been married to someone, and then they tell you, "Oh, I really didn't." 
this is really who I am the entire time mm-hmm. I just used you, that that part right there is very, very hurtful. Mm-hmm. Um, like, ready because, to stab you in the ass. Yeah, like, serious, like, Lifetime Movie Network, like, for real. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's very hurtful for someone to do that to you, um, and you lose trust in people in general, you know? And so mm-hmm. I know that that had to be difficult for her or anyone to have to deal with a person that has put on this facade for however many years, and now they're telling you, yeah, I just used you basically because I needed to cover up mm-hmm. who I truly am. And mm-hmm. on the flip side, it's sad that that person feels that way, that they exactly. cannot be who they are for whatever the They're reason may be. Yeah, they mm-hmm. feel trapped in, in, in their situation, feel trapped in their body, feel just trapped, and that they cannot share who they truly are. And so on the on that side, I you know, my heart goes out to that person that feels like that. But then there are some people that are just doggone evil and they just don't care. Um, mm-hmm. and they just do stuff just because. That's true. But, you know, um, in those situations where someone feels like they just don't know how to or they can't, express who they are because of maybe family beliefs or um or um spiritual beliefs or whatever you mm-hmm. know and not be able to express who you are and to drag culture someone too. else in, into yourself mm-hmm. yeah and culture absolutely um i think mm-hmm. that that that's kind of sad too, and you have to look at it from that perspective as well oh my gosh that's so tough yeah i mean yeah Hurt is hurt, but at the same time, that's a whole level of hurt because it's like it is. action is one thing. Like if you had a, an affair and a relationship and, you know, you mm-hmm. guys are trying to talk about it, that was an action that happened. But this is something that you are a totally different person than what you presented yourself to be, and you fell in love with this person that they actually are not. Like right. You know, mm-hmm. I know what you said, too, like, for them, they're trapped and they feel mm-hmm. this way. But I'm just thinking, like, for her or for anybody going into that situation, yeah. like, yo, what? Because it's like, yeah. well, how do you even begin to rebuild and repair yourself, you know what I'm saying, for the next person? It's like, how do you not be, like, Inspector Gadget, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, everything mm-hmm. be a red flag to me, everything. everything. Be like, oh, <laughs> Oh, oh! You you put tea, in, you put sugar in your tea. Oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> that means something. I like that. I like the way you did that. You stirred it wrong. Exactly. Uh-uh. <laughs> you stirring it counterclockwise. You should be stirring it clockwise. What that mean? You know? Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. <laughs> it does, and that's why I say that um, whole level of deceit and distrust that now this person has to try to fight through. To rebuild, mm. to try to to even if they want another relationship. Okay, so how do you do that? Um, uh, that's that's ew. Mhm, mhm. I'll just say, mhm. Mm-hmm. That's a hard. We gonna leave it like that. <laughs> that's like I would love to know what the people want to say about this. Yes, what y'all, guys. what y'all think? What y'all think? What For y'all real? think? Give us your insight on um, what would you do. You know, um, I know we don't know what we would do until we're in the situation, but hypothetically, yeah, what would you do? Or no, maybe you know somebody who's gone through it. Yes, and no violence. Um, <laughs> even though I just said yes. stab somebody in the eye, but I'm just saying we don't want the violent in the messages. <laughs> right. 
and we don't want to be disrespectful to be anyone or whatever. Right. Really, right. And truly a good, just a conversation, you know, hopefully it opens the conversation to other things and, um, and just opens someone's eyes to maybe look at things from a different perspective. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget, on the 1st and the 15th of every month, we'll be uploading a new conversation. Be sure to follow at Bessie's Podcast on Instagram. Like, tag a friend, and turn on your notifications. If you have any topics you would like for us to discuss, click the email link in our bio on Instagram.